This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, your source to healthy living. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. I'm Station Manager Tina Cortez. And I'm Dr. Claudia McKella. Thank you all for joining us again this week. And what do we have on the agenda this week? Well, this week I thought we'd discuss the aging well concept and what does that actually mean and who doesn't want to age well? Okay, count me in, but what's the secret and is there one? Well, I don't think that there's a secret. (laughs) I think that getting older really is just a privilege and that I am one of those people that just wants to do it as gracefully as possible. So I don't like to use the term anti-aging because that's not possible. I like to call it aging well and just accepting the natural changes that are happening in our body, but allowing them to happen in a very slow manner. Okay, what do we do? (laughs) Okay, well, there's so many things that we can do. And, you know, it all comes down to the same basic principles. It's all about being happy, eating well, moving enough, and understanding that our bodies have their own innate ability to heal themselves. So you said it comes down to the same basic principles. Then how do we motivate ourselves to embrace those principles? So it's just like practicing, practice makes perfect, right? So if if your goal is to feel good for a long time, you just have to make the commitment to do those things. So, you know, before problems arise, we have to deal with things. So before we end up succumbing to our DNA and getting comorbidities like diabetes, high blood pressure, we really need to work at avoiding those things. And it is possible. There are just a few simple things that we can all do every day that will really help you age well. It's all about what you want to commit to and how good you want to feel and for how long. So what is the step-by-step? How do we get started? So first and foremost, I always say the easiest thing to do is to get your body moving. I mean, that's the easiest thing. And especially now that most of us are sitting at home a lot more, a lot of us are in front of our computers. So many of us have a home office. We're not commuting as much. I find that people are sitting more. That's been kind of like our own little pandemic in our clinics where everybody's coming in with typical pains from like a repetitive strain from sitting too much. So low back pain, maybe neck pain. So we need to get our bodies moving a lot more than we have been. So getting moving is actually a good idea. Preserving the body so you're sitting still, not so good. Not so good. And then we need to eat healthy. So we need to avoid inflammation. So I'm not talking about inflammation like from an injury where you have... So not a swelling. No, it's not a swelling. It's inflammation that kind of happens in your blood that makes you feel achy, feel tight, and it can lead to other comorbidities. And usually inflammation in the body will lead to autoimmune diseases like diabetes, like arthritis, and all those things that we don't want because those are the things that are going to limit us and help us age more quickly and not help us age well. So you said that has to do with healthy eating. Yep. Limiting your salt and sugar intake, I assume? Limiting your um, salt intake, uh, your sugar intake, so all those processed foods. You want to eat things that are, you know, you want to increase your plant-based foods, um, and that will really help. And what about things like alcohol and caffeine? Okay, so I'm all about everything in moderation. So I'm not saying don't enjoy them. And I've spent the greater part of my adult life trying to find reasons why I shouldn't drink coffee. But then I just decided to find reasons why I should drink coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. So I drink everything in moderation. And I find that it just gives me simple pleasures and simple joys to have a glass of wine every so often and have my cup of coffee. And that makes me feel happy. So if we're in our 40s or 50s and we haven't really exercised regularly, how do you get on that regime so you start moving? Because isn't that the age where things do start to change in the body? 
You will definitely notice this, that your body does change between that age group. And listen, it's never too late. You can start moving at any age. You don't have to be ready to run a marathon. It's all about baby steps. So start walking. You know, if you have a treadmill and if you don't, just walk outside 10 minutes, regardless of the weather, just commit to 10 minutes keep the body moving, you will notice a big, huge difference. You also mentioned that you watch a great deal of content online and you'll check out a yoga practice or Pilates. That's always a good idea. Always a good idea, especially now. I find that although gyms really should reopen just because going to a gym creates a lot of like social engagement, which is really important. But if you don't have that ability right now, I find that the online content for exercise and physical activity is significantly better than it was 10 months ago, even a year ago. And there's so much to do. I do all kinds of different yoga practices and Pilates online, and it's amazing. How do you find the one that's right for you? It feels good on your body. So you never want to do any exercise that hurts. Okay, you don't want the end result for you to be in pain and having to come visit me in the office. You want your body to feel really good. You want to feel relaxed after you've done some sort of physical activity. So you talked about coming to visit you in the office. (laughs) What kinds of ailments are you treating about now? Right now, it's a lot of back pain, a lot of tension in the neck and um, headaches because I feel like our eyes are being strained. And what happens is when your eyes are being strained, we tend to use the neck muscles just, you know, naturally. It kind of, they all work together. We're we're finding a lot of neck pain, headaches, and of course, low back pain. So how do you treat some of those ailments? So it's very simple. We put together a nice treatment plan. So because I'm a chiropractor, I love my chiropractic techniques. If you need an adjustment, I'm happy to give you an adjustment. You know, massage therapy is really an added bonus to your health care. And we have some physiotherapists who are amazing at using different modalities, different strengthening techniques, stretching techniques. They all work together. What about in terms of headaches? I know that uh, there was a time change last weekend. So many people are going through those tension and temperature headaches that we often get at this time of year. Do you have a sort of a good trick or a treatment for something like that? Okay, so the ta- the time change for whatever reason affects us all in such a bizarre way. I can't even I can't even explain it. So I'm just telling everybody to try and get to bed every day 20 minutes earlier just until your body can catch up because really that hour time change really does mess up your circadian rhythm. I'm finding that little people are feeling a little bit wonky, a little bit off and they're feeling extra tired and that'll make you feel headachey. The other thing is, you know, I'm I'm a huge fan of magnesium. I take a little extra before I go to bed so you get a solid sleep. So when you do wake up, you feel rested and that'll help you catch up. You don't want to go into sleep deficit. Okay. Love that advice. When we come back, how to age less and be well with the wellness expert, Andy Liu. This is the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 1059 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. I'm Tina Cortez and over to Dr. Claudia with our guest. Thank you, Tina. Our next guest is wellness expert and author, Andy Liu, and she is joining us today from Australia. Thank you so much for joining us, Andy. Thank you for having me, Dr. Claudia and Tina. Thanks for prescribing us all wellness. Oh, you're <laughs> welcome. And thank you for waking up super early to chat with us and uh, enjoy. Yes, I'm in Bondi Beach. <laughs> oh, lucky you. Well, what's the weather like? 
Well, you know, it's actually quite warm. It's about 21 degrees Celsius and, you know, we're in autumn or what you say fall here in Sydney, Australia. So, um, yeah, early in the morning and loving it. So thank you for having me and it was easy to get up this early to speak to you girls. Uh, Awesome. So the reason why we're talking today is because I want to learn and I want to get our listeners all up to speed on your book, Connected. So it's a paradigm shift in how we view health and explains the difference between um, wellness and allopathy. Can you help us understand all of this? Yeah, Connected is my eighth health title. Um, I've written so many books on health and wellness and parenting and healthy relationships, but this is by far my favourite. And I think being connected is what we all really need right now, but on every level. And there is a paradigm shift that is starting to occur with people in this wellness revolution really wanting to understand how their bodies work now. And you can see everybody scrambling to learn about real health and wellness, um, even if they have to find it out themselves. But... Um, there is a difference between the two models of care. So for those who don't understand what allopathy means, it comes from the word allopathic and it's the medical model. And then there's wellness, which is a different approach, but people sometimes confuse them and think that they're the same thing. So wellness means that there is no feeling to how healthy you can be and you can constantly work towards a body that functions well too. It's not just merely the absence of symptoms or disease or infirmity. Whereas the allopathic approach is a reactive model of care. So one is proactive, that's the wellness model, and allopathy is reactive. So you wait till it's broke and then you can fix it with drugs or surgery. And we do have the best doctors, drugs and surgeons in the world now. And where would we be without it in terms of emergency care? But that's exactly what allopathy is best in. And the wellness model is a holistic approach and it's very preventative in its approach. So the name of your book is Connected. Can you explain to us then how is everything connected? Well, apart from the fact that the knee bone is connected to the thigh bone, (laughs) this holistic approach approach goes, well, you know, why? Why is the, let's say, the or the knee, um, you know, not functioning well, let's say. Let's use that as an example. And, for example, we know that when we drive our car, if the chassis is out of alignment, the wheels start to wear out on one side, right? Mm -hmm. So you actually need to realign the chassis or it is a write-off. So the same goes with the body and actually realigning your own chassis or your structure because the posture is the window or the spine is the window to your health. And there are chiropractors who do a double science degree at university level in their studies and training on just the spine, the posture, and the nervous system, which is what is being protected by the bones of the spine. And the nervous system is, you know, the brain, the spinal cord, and the nerves that branch off that. And they're actually, it's the master controller. So they're sending signals to every cell, tissue, and organ in the body. And so a lot of our health actually comes from having a healthy nervous system, which is what chiropractors are experts in detecting and correcting, that nervous system interference. And we actually sometimes miss out on that very thing, which is vital for overall wellness, since it is sending signals to every cell, tissue and organ in the body. 
I'm so glad that you talk about chiropractic and I'm not biased in any way, but <laughs> I do love the adjustments and I do spend a lot of my time and a lot of my energy trying to educate individuals on how important it is to have an aligned spine. I mean, you're absolutely right. Everything is so connected and our immune system is connected to the levels of our spine that may be misaligned. It's so important to know that, that in this, right. In this, in this, like you mentioned the wellness revolution, because I think that's essentially where we're at. I think everybody wants to be well, live well and age well also. So I feel like this is where we're at. So let's talk a little bit about your wellness response and how chiropractic plays a role in that. Well, Dr. Claudia, thank you so much for the work that you do in order to create a more well society and a drug-free community because people who do have chiropractic are more inclined to take less over-the-counter anti-inflammatories and chiropractic is actually, there was a study done in Australia, I think it was over 200 times more safer than taking a chiropractic, uh, having a chiropractic adjustment was 200 times more safer than taking an over-the-counter anti-inflammatory and we've all done that before. (laughs) And it's so important to understand that it also addresses the cause and not just the symptom and I often talk about when you do take drugs or meds, the body has to recover twice. Mm. Once to get over the illness and then again to recover from the toxic stressors or the chemical toxicity that was in the meds and the drugs. Um, And that's because that disrupts the gut health and also impacts on the nervous system. And so I know that from my nutritional studies as a certified food lifestyle and wellness coach, that we knew and learned and it was quantified that, you know, when you take medication, you're actually blocking micronutrition absorption. So the vitamins and minerals that we need to stay well or to feel satiated, um, now all of a sudden we cannot assimilate that nutrition because of the medication. So we have to get our body back to balance. So I just wanted to thank you for the work that you do as a chiropractor because you're helping people with their overall health and you were talking about the immune system. So the reason why sometimes we will have Um, a greater immune system or a better functioning immune system as a result of taking pressure off the nervous system with chiropractic care is because the nervous system controls the immune system. So it controls all of the systems in the body and this is once again why chiropractors talk about addressing the cause and not just the symptom. But now I've forgotten your question. What were you asking me about? Um... (laughs) No, well, you did a great job. You answered it perfectly. You're absolutely right. The immune system is really controlled. I'm going to say it that way. The immune system is controlled by the spinal cord and the spinal column, and it all needs to be aligned. So our bodies have to work together. So that leads me to my next question, which is all about the importance of understanding that our bodies know how to self-regulate and we have an innate ability to heal ourselves. I think that's one thing that people just Uh, don't know. So let's go and talk about that. Yes. It's one of my favorite chapters in the book, actually, the wellness response. And our bodies are incredible at self-healing and self-functioning. And it can heal, but you have to give it the right environment. And so what I mean by that is, let's take, for example, one of the chapters in my book, um, The Wellness Response says, you know, if we were to share a meal in a restaurant, let's say, and let's just say, I don't know, it was Mexican, Chinese, Italian, I don't care what kind of a restaurant. I'm just using an example. It could have been an American restaurant. It doesn't matter. But what I'm saying is, let's say it was an Australian restaurant, right? And we're going to label it as the Australian restaurant. And I say to you, 
oh, how was the food that we shared last night? I was sick all night. <laughs> um, and, and you say, oh, no, I was fine. I slept like a baby. Now, who is the healthiest person out of the two people that shared that information? Is it the one that was up vomiting all night or is it the one that slept like a baby? I would answer that and say it was probably the one vomiting all night because their body just couldn't tolerate what they ingested. Okay, so let's just say that that Australian restaurant, mm-hmm. for um, you know, example's sake, had served off food and they didn't realize that the chicken was off or whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. And the person that was vomiting, that was their wellness response to get rid of the toxicity that was in their body. So yes, the person that was sick in that night because the food was off is actually the healthier of the two because the body had this innate intelligence response or a wellness response to go, I need to expel this from an orifice. But do we all go around saying, well, that Australian restaurant, sorry, that that all Australian food is bad was my point. Mm-hmm. We don't say that all Australian food is bad. We just say that restaurant was bad because they served the off food. Now, this brings me to my point. First of all, we need to understand that the body knows how to heal. It knows that if we have something toxic within our bodies, that it has a wellness response and it expels through an orifice. Same with when we put chemicals in personal hygiene products, let's say, on our skin, and skin is the largest organ in our body and it's a carrier, not a barrier, (laughs) we then say, okay, um, all of a sudden we've broken out in a rash, let's say. Is that rash an illness or is it a wellness response? If it's because of the carcinogens, the cancer-causing chemicals within that product that we use, then the rash is actually our body's wellness response. We don't need to go and get cortisone cream necessarily and push the chemicals back in. We need to address the cause of why our body is producing this uh, symptom, if you like, and address the cause, not just the symptom, and understand that our body has a wellness response of expulsion. Now, when I was bringing up the nationality of the restaurants and, and labeling it, I'm bringing this up because some people have said to me, well, I didn't have a great um, experience at the chiropractor, let's say. Mm-hmm. And now, all relationships are based on good communication, but there's also a lot of myths and misconceptions around the chiropractic profession. It is the fastest growing healthcare profession in the world that doesn't use drugs or surgery. Now, there is sometimes a bit of professional jealousy, but there's mainly myths and misperceptions. And this is why it is, I guess, my calling, if you like, and I'm so passionate about helping people understand. Because if you didn't have the best experience, do we say that that profession is bad? No, we just say, I didn't have a great experience at that particular practice. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important too, if anyone has not tried chiropractic, go and actually find one that is good through a referral and in my new book I talk about how to find a good chiropractor Mm -hmm. and one that's wellness and holistic in their approach and what kind of questions to ask and do they use objective measures of health which is really important Um, yeah so I also ask you to try a good chiropractor and and find the good ones because there are so many out there and 
it might be the missing link in your overall health. It's funny that you say that because in my own practice, I tell all of my patients that when you start treatment with me, it's almost like you are detoxing your body. So your initial visit, you might come out of the visit that night feeling super tired, extremely sleepy, maybe even heavy, like you don't have a lot of energy. Well, that's actually, yeah, a, wow. right? That's actually a good yeah you know, reaction, a great side effect or a symptom, because it just means that your body is taking the time it needs to heal. Because when you give the body the chance to heal, that's exactly what it's going to do. It's like when you're not feeling well, and all you want to do is sleep, and you want to, you know, hydrate your body with nice warm chicken soup. It's the same concept. You're just giving your body the chance to heal. And that's one of the things I find that is a misconception. They feel that they felt awful mm. after whatever treatment. It doesn't have to be chiropractic. and It can be any type of treatment that your body needs time to heal. And it's actually a great place to start because it'll give you the kickstart that you need. Absolutely. And there is a chapter in my book about sleep and the slumber sleep and how important it is to rejuvenate. And it's so easy to understand. And you're reminding me of when I first started having chiropractic care 20 years ago. And even sometimes now when I've had my chiropractic adjustment, I do feel that heavy tiredness. And that's because my body has probably had an adrenal response. So I've been in fight or flight using up too much cortisol or producing cortisol. And that's actually an acidic environment, which is perfect for cancer to grow, grow and thrive in. And so sometimes the very thing that we're um, experiencing, which is that tiredness and just wanting to have a daytime sleep, could be the very thing that we need to heal and we need to start listening to our bodies. And that's why I call it connected, because if we are connected to our bodies and we understand how our bodies work to heal, we will start to work with our bodies instead of against it, instead of going and getting a, a coffee shot or you know, some sort of upper to keep us up, but rather listen to our body and go, wow, I really have been in fight or flight. I now need to rest, meditate, sleep, breathe, mm-hmm. you know, reconnect, whatever it is, and allow my body to get back to balance. So it's important for chiropractors to have that communication with their Uh, person that they're caring for I don't like to call it patient because patient means one who suffers but when you're having chiropractic care you're actually getting better and better Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah and so that communication once again in understanding how the body works to heal is key so that you can both work together and understand how it is you're healing and perceive it as actually a good thing rather than oh now she just made me tired and I can't get to work but what's the bigger picture here and so there's a whole chapter. The last, my favorite chapter in the book is the last chapter, which is all about perception. That seems to make so much sense. It sounds so logical the way you explain it. In your book, you also mention the four toxic stressors. What are they and why are they so important? Yeah, Tina, I'm so glad that you asked me that because the four toxic stressors are the four things that can impact on the health of our nervous system, emotional, emotional. physical, And chemical are the three, emotional, physical, and chemical. So emotional is easy to understand. When we have a stressed day, our shoulders rise up to our ears and we become in this very, uh, you know, like a boxer's stance in this fight or flight. Even when we're having an argument and our neck tucks forward, there's less blood in the brain and it's all in our extremities and we're ready to run or away from the lion or wrestle it to the ground. But the problem is these days we're not using that adrenaline in the fight or flight we're sitting in our sedentary posture for up to eight hours a day and so 
you know, there is this emotional uh, toxic stressor which can impact on our nervous system. All of that stress isn't good for our spinal structure. And then we also have um, physical, which is super easy to understand. It's the bumps or falls, the car accidents, the birthing process itself. High heels can all impact on our posture, which then in turn um, impacts on our overall nervous system. And then we also have chemical stressors. Now, chemical stressors are things like drugs, medications, sur uh, not surgery, um, you know, pesticides, you know, alcohol, chemicals, like all of those things actually have an impact on our nervous system as we were speaking about what it does to the gut health as well, which is our second brain. Um, but the fourth one is actually something we can't really control. It's the environmental stressors. And that's things like pollution or even EMFs, which is electromagnetic uh, radiation frequency. And, you know, these are environmental pollutants that can impact on our nervous system too. So in the book, I go on about how we can become more adaptive to the stressors around us. So let's talk a little bit about how we can control the effect that those stressors are going to have on us. Yeah, so one of the great ways is to lead a really healthy, clean lifestyle so that your body is really adaptive and resilient. And so I talk about not just good nutrition, but assimilation of nutrition, so how well your body absorbs and uses that nutrition. And then we also have chiropractic care, which helps the nervous system work at its best so that no matter what comes its way, you know, we are working or functioning at our optimum. And then removing all the toxicities like, you know, those drugs and medication where possible and obviously with the assistance of your chosen health professionals to ultimately allow you to live this very clean lifestyle so that, and also a lifestyle that's not sedentary, so that you're able to become, as I said, adaptive and resilient because we have been taught to live in this world where we're vilifying a virus, but the ones who are going to do the most well are the ones who are able to receive um, any virus and strengthen your immune system as a result of having had been passed through your body, let's say. And so that's really important to understand that we are designed to heal if we give our bodies the right environment and we are also able to be adaptive and resilient to these things and rather than vilify, which creates more stress and weakens the immune system, let's learn how to become the healthiest versions of ourselves so that no matter what comes our way, even if, even if we do catch anything, we can get over it much quicker. And let's face it, there's 99% survival uh, rates of That's um, right. this particular virus that we're all concerned about right now anyway. So let's do our best to become the healthiest we can be so that we can be adaptive and resilient. Well, now that we've spoken to you, we completely understand why your book is called Connected. It makes so much sense. So if listeners want to get a hold of your book, learn more about you, how can they do that? Yeah, I would love to stay connected with you all, no pun intended. <laughs> um, please go to andy, A-N-D-I dot L-E-W on my Instagram page. Otherwise, on my website as well, A-N-D-I so andylu.com and yeah, I'll love to answer any questions. I'm always active and 
you know, answering questions. Even in the private DMs, I answer everybody's questions. So this has um, been a real joy to be able to speak to you both. And thank you for letting me teach you a little bit more about what I've been practicing for the last 29 years. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing. You were terrific. Thanks for joining us. And Dr. Claudia, please remind our listeners how to connect with you. That's easy. You can find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Michaela or my website, ClaudiaMichaela.com. For previous broadcasts of The Wellness Prescription, go to 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.